Welcome to the Big Black Clock. If you want to spend the next hour listening to some banter and perhaps accidentally learn something new, then you are in the right place. Now, let's see what the guys have to say. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, talking about Sagon Sagon, uh, send them another email. You, to him? That, that was a disgusting... The, which the, one? The, the speed master? Let's talk about Sagon Sagon in a second. Go ahead. Oh, okay. Because oh, you, you didn't say anything. <laughs> I, I couldn't. I, was, I wanted to. But you know, I'm reading it. I'm like, I have so much to say. I'm like, oh, I can't write. <laughs> and, I, and I actually was looking at... I was looking at... I was looking at the Hadinki article. Because <laughs> 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 I'm there. Like, if it's tweet me this way, I can't answer this. It's too angry. I was looking at a Hadinki article about Sagon Sagon in general. And I was like, it can't be just us that are like super polarized. Like, you like them and would you hate them, right? Like and I'm looking at the comments and it's the same thing. <laughs> Nobody's like, oh yeah, they're okay. Yeah, Everybody's like, like oh I love a, it or like, like this my is god, it's fucking abysmal. Like <laughs> this it has, is disgusting. This, this needs <laughs> to it's an atrocity. It's a yeah. So I, I spoke with uh, uh, Romaric, the the guy who's running. You're, you're on a first name basis with this guy. Is he homeless? Uh, no, at this, hopefully at this point. <laughs> no, he's in Paris. I think he's making good with himself. Uh, with uh, the company. Oh, yeah. Like his Instagram is pretty cool. Like it's actually yeah. there's some stuff that actually looks like art, but when he puts it on a watch, I don't get it. But it's all like pixelized. Yeah, sure, but some uh, of them look cool. Like sometimes yeah. he combines, like say, uh, I, I uh, like a draw yeah. picture like with like the, uh, an actual. You, you didn't like the spoke, uh, the spuck and ends for uh, Speedmaster. No, it was terrible. No, first of all, no, <laughs> no. atrocious. And I hate, <laughs> and I, I did it like I didn't like the fact that they all fucking copy paste to just do the same of the same, right? Yeah, but it, it can't it, even be a real rendering. It has to be just like some Photoshop. No, it, it's, yeah. it's the watch. No, that's what I think. But I think in, that no, it, it, it's, I it's made in paint. Or something. I know, but in 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 um in what he's exposing on Instagram, yeah, it's probably just a photo. Like they say, there's a lot of micro brands out there that will put a picture out there of the mm. watch. You go, man, it looks good, but that's not actually the physical it's watch. Rendering? It's just a computer rendering mm. of what oh, it's yeah. going to it look looks like. like and a you go, wait rendering. a minute. So anyway, I I contacted him because I. I I was like, did he answer you? Yeah, yeah. Well, within a, within like, please, day. please buy my stuff. I'm poor. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody likes it. <laughs> well, you know, on his website, you can buy some stuff for Rolexes because some of the ones he's doing are limited edition to like 30 units. So what are you going to do to your Rolex? No. Would you? <laughs> why? Would you do it to your Rolex? Rolex? No, but I, I asked not? him about my Caliph Booker. You, you sent it to him? Yeah. I sent him pictures, like movement and everything. I was like, was that something you, you would work with? And How much it, does that cost though? It's like 400 euros when oh, he does for a Rolex. It's not bad. That's not bad at all. Yeah, I no. thought it was going to be thousands <laughs> of dollars. Plus, especially, it's not like a seed dweller like that you're... on his website, you can go see the pricing. It's not a seed dweller that once you... If you open it and you try to uh, <laughs> modify it and you modify it... That's the new intro. <laughs> <laughs> you modify it and you lose... You can't guarantee your 4,000 meters yeah, of water. That's what it's doing mostly on um, like vintage watches. Where we... And, and, and like it's I said, all it, reversible it, stuff. It's yeah, just yeah, yeah. Hands. That's what I was saying. Like yeah. changing a handset is like 10 yeah. minutes for... Just take it out. Yeah. Put the, Put it all back. So, so put the handset and put it so, back. So um, he, he told me that he's not planning to do anything for now for that movement, the Limania 1873. Why? I don't know. I didn't ask him why. He just told me he wasn't going to do anything for now. <laughs> but like, it's like, please, let's keep in touch. I was like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, did, so he, the, did he write it? You, the way you said it, it sounded like he wrote with like a French accent. Oh, for sure. Yes. Please, oh. uh, let's keep it. <laughs> let's keep in touch. Uh. <laughs> but the best was Satori Biard, Armand uh, Arma Biard, or uh, whatever the, the guy from Satori Biard went. <laughs> I messaged him, he put a phone number, and then uh. he replies on WhatsApp. Yeah. <laughs> and he goes, Oh, of course we do this. Gotcha. <laughs> Nobody goes, Your profile picture <laughs> is interesting. Is what photo, <laughs> what photo, what photo, what photo, what photo, what photo, what photo, what 
<laughs> my little Miss Dallas, oh, I call man. her. Yeah. God. Your parents? Yeah. Do your parents not use WhatsApp? No, they don't. Know. Well, my, they my, do, my parents but they don't do. have to be on it. They don't. They, okay. they chat with like the one person from their home country. Because okay. <laughs> my my parents do, and then I put the Jesus from Big Lebowski when he's like licking a bowling ball. Mom's like, "What the fuck is that? Remove that." You're like, "That's me, mom." No, that's me. It's me now. That's me. And the ball is so, an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> this week. This week, yes. A grill for every budget. So, whoa, whoa, whoa. Not every budget. We had like five budgets. <laughs> That's all of the budgets I can think of. <laughs> no, but I think we actually we went into the more attainable yeah, so uh, affordable it's side. Between $500 and $10,000. This week, I was listening to Watchbox on Monday night, and it was... And best watches, a, best uh, watches from three thousand to three hundred thousand. What? So, <laughs> for what kind of wallet? <laughs> so, hey, how many kidneys do you have? What to was sell? our? Um, we're at five hundred and under. Thousand under a thousand. Uh, we have under twenty five hundred. Yeah, under five thousand and under ten thousand. Exactly. Perfect. So, two question. Um, first one is, what's a grill for you? Is it yeah. like? Is it a watch that's like? So good for everyone with like uh, some historical significance, or uh, how'd you say that? (laughs) Historical (laughs) significance. Thank you for this opportunity. (laughs) (laughs) Or, or it's just something that's uh, that's really specific for you. Yeah, I think (laughs) I think it's uh, both. I would say, and it's evolving with like let's say my increased knowledge of watches. Yeah. A grail for me it doesn't necessarily have anything to do with price. It probably has something to do with um, it being unique. Okay. Uh, first, and obviously I have to really like the watch itself. Mm. I mean that's a pre- major prerequisite, obviously. Uh, but I think the uniqueness of a watch, um, price probably has a role in there as well because you know the more unique, let's say, the the watch itself, the harder to get it, the the higher the price usually, right? Yeah. So, um, and obviously, maybe uniqueness is not necessarily in just the way the, the watch looks, but also, uh, for me, always, it's been uh, history of the watch itself. That's been probably the major reason why, let's say, something becomes a grail. Uh, mechanism, not so much, but obviously, it plays a role as well, right? Like, I wouldn't, okay, I wouldn't so, so, go for, like, an H35. So, like, for you, it's pretty much overall. <laughs> yeah. Like, everything needs to be really good. He used the word unique a lot. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I heard. <laughs> so, to, uh, uh, you done? Uh, <laughs> well, I was like, you did? Oh, exactly. uh, I'll the question I'm gonna too. To, I'm going to fill another t- 60 seconds of this <laughs> podcast. Uh, let's say like, for different price brackets, uh, let's say like um, like a G-Shock is not a grail, for example. Mm. Just because, even though I, I love the brand, I love that specific watch, and I think that's a historical watch, but it's too easy to obtain. For it for me to be to, to think of it as a grail because to me a grail is like a like a long term goal let's say okay. something that you would want to get and then this is kind of a forever watch so that's why I would not consider stuff like okay. a G Shock even though I own a, a couple there you go you Kevin so what makes a grail a grail uh, prohibitively expensive rare sought after timepieces to me it didn't have to be pretty flashy and I think that the term grail. Uh, when it's applied to a watch, is difficult to um, have a definition. Because I think it means different things to different watch People. enthusiasts or collectors. I don't know a collector, but there's watch enthusiasts. Or to someone who's not neither. For me, a grail can usually be high, a watch of, of high horological excellence. Something unique. Perhaps even uh, bespoke. 
So your uh, crappy watch you want to make worse with the second cigar <laughs> that could become a grail because it's just for you. No, no, I actually really like this watch. <laughs> yeah. So he's going to make it crap. <laughs> yeah, just a cra- sorry, crappy named watch. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. But, but well, the first name is, for, for is pretty the, much. For the, for the uh, Burkeray, the thing is, the only thing that's not original is the crown and the ends on it, right? So like... <laughs> but the bit. The uh, bracelet's definitely not the same. Strap. Yeah, but... If the name didn't start with Carl, that watch could have been double the price. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's easy. A, and it's spelled right, Carl. You're, yeah. you're Carl. The way you spell Carl is like Ikea. Like it's... Yeah, yeah it With an umlau. I'm a Carl. Yeah. It's like you read like uh, Ikea from the aisles, you go, you find, look at different chairs and sofas. And this is like Carl. <laughs> this is my name. <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah. It's a base version of like a little kitchen stool. It's a Carl. <laughs> anyway, I'll add some color to that. The Grail is often, to me, like what I'm what I'm reading and what I've observed was that Grail is often a watch maybe that a collector has never seen in real life. You know, sometimes they've never seen it. They're like, oh, like the elusive... Daytona. That's right. The Paul Newman one. The di- a discontinued watch uh, or a currently production model that's inaccessible at retail. Like mm. the any of those, you know... Yeah. Any of, of the Rolex watches. Or the best of the best. You know, like, well, right. I never saw a grand complication of blah, blah, blah. So, so, so you see, it's pretty much what you just said, the best of the best. That for me is put it as a grill, but it's personal for everyone. Personal, right? yeah. Yeah, sure. yeah. So for me, for example, when we went to uh, the 80s uh, last episode, yeah. uh, we went to IWC and there was the Spitfire. Yeah. That was like a grill level watch for a field watch. It was like, yeah. I got this one. I don't need any other field. To and, you, yeah, yeah. Right? But that's because it's the best of the best, the best in, yeah, in terms of but, most things and price, it, right? Do you Could you think of a... a Let's say another field watch, the Rolex Explorer, for the same price. But I, I, I don't know. I don't like it as much. <laughs> I like the I like Spitfire more. The Rolex Explorer. <laughs> he hates it. I don't hate the. Oh, no, I like the like Explorer. I, I just don't like. I don't think the Explorer is. But that's and let's also put it here. This I want to say. Like, if I was a fan watching Indiana Jones, and if you remember the Last Crusade, you got the other guy who goes, "Ooh, this is the Grail Cup." Ooh. You sound like shiny. Bob Dylan That's there for exactly. a second. Wasn't it Bob Dylan? <laughs> no, I don't think... <laughs> He's an old guy. He ended up or, looking or like Charlie, Bob Dylan. Or Charlie Day from It's All the Sunny. He ended up looking like Bob Dylan after he drank from that big shiny cup. He was like, oh, it's so pretty. And then he drank from it. And then he fucking like... what? He melt? melt. No, that's in Raiders old? of the Lost Ark. That's Raiders of the Lost Ark. You got old? And that's the other the way he gets he, gets he ages like in a second. He exactly. starts losing hair like he becomes... A, he dies exactly. Like, like, like he cancer. It's, it's like, one of those like where if Indiana Jones wasn't even in the movie, he would have ended the same way. Exactly. The guy would have found it, drank it and died. And then. And then Indiana Jones goes and he like picks this old fucking cup, right? That looks like clay. And he <laughs> blows the dust off of it. Um, oh, he was a carpenter and he drinks exactly. out of like a plastic, like a, like a <laughs> red cup. It's a red cup. It's a red cup. <laughs> <laughs> he has like, took you take out like a ping pong ball out of it. And and like, okay, cool. He grabs the, the water and then he like pours it on Sean Connery's like open wounds well, to heal him. Didn't bring help him, him back to life. What? It didn't help it him. Not for long. No, <laughs> not for long. <laughs> so, um, one could argue that uh, for it to be a grail, the watch, I also look at it like I've read ir- illegitimately irreplaceable. So that could be like, if you have a G-Shock that was given to you by your dad, that could be a grail if you end up losing. It's not replaceable if, if it has a particular right. characteristic to it. So think about the moniker when it comes from a medieval quest to uncover and possess a unique sacred object, the cup of Christ drank for the Last Supper. That's what grail is, right? So... Obtainable after overcoming hardships and great dangers, the singular relic was believed to a manner of spiritual, magical powers, enlightenment, immortality, and more. So I've read people online say it's an iconic watch, aesthetically beautiful, and now end of an era. So grails for me don't have to be famous. They don't have to, not especially valuable in monetary sense. Monetary sense. 
One of the most precious possessions of mine is my modern Nomos, a wedding watch. Or the rare Ming 1709 that is that I that I ordered, right? I got on the list. That is discontinued. That's they're never going to make again. They say it's end of the line. Or my vintage Hamilton Electric that is <laughs> never I like going how we to purchase a watch brand new. It, it doesn't have it yet. It's, it's already discontinued. It's like a full life cycle. It's so elusive. It's like full life cycle. I didn't get it yet. It's already called vintage. <laughs> and uh, I can only guess of what it even looks like to me. But to me, that's a, a, a grail, right? So I think it's th- that's how I defined it. Fair. Right, so there's a huge part of it that have been difficult to obtain. Mm, yeah. That which also, I mean, I use that word unique, right? But unique. Unique. Unique in New York. Unique. Yeah. Unique. <laughs> and what about you? Uh, oh, yeah, Carlito. Carl. Uh, well, like I said earlier, I think for me, it's a watch that uh, you just, um, it's the best of its category, let's say. So yeah. for me, it's, like I said, the IWC Spitfire is the grail of the um field watches right and right. you probably have like a grill for the uh chronos right like right. Tima with a speedmaster like now every time you look at other chronographs you go but i have a speedmaster <laughs> right yeah <laughs> right so and you like me with my monaco yeah, yeah right yeah. and yeah. it's not too difficult to purchase a speedmaster right i think any, any watch under ten thousand dollars if you take your time uh, you will it's be attainable able to, you, it's unattainable in your life uh, lifespan yeah. right yeah uh like not like a Daytona that just they just don't exist. They but so for me it's that it's really the best of the best. It's something that you want, and when you have it for that category of watch, that's it. It's game right. over, right? You don't need anything else. So that that's my mind. M- money, would, money to replace that huge void in your wallet. Emptiness. <laughs> 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 that's what you need. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So that's a good definition. To open up the episode. Yeah. Um. So, wrist check. Oh, this week. Dima, I saw that you had a different strap. Yeah, so um, summer is over. I I was wearing my uh, my Speedmaster bracelet, and I went back to the leather strap that I bought from Kev last year because I, I love leather. it, and it, it fits perfectly with the what the watch stands for. Unique leather, and the it it's a leather strap that I already put uh, um, on Instagram before. Uh, it has a little drawing of a Snoopy wearing a like a spacesuit. It's really which nice. Is that same exact, really done. which is the same exact Snoopy that Omega received. Uh, for saving Tom Hanks yeah. and bringing him safely back to the to the Hollywood uh, studios, whatever <laughs> where the movie was filmed, <laughs> that was a good movie. <laughs> Gary Sinise, Ed Harris, Bill Paxton, Kevin Bacon. Who? Yeah, not sure. Kevin all Bacon. in the movie. <laughs> Besides Kevin Bacon, I don't know anyone. Really, Ed Harris? You don't know Ed Harris? Bill Gary Paxton. Sinise, Lieutenant Dan. Really? Oh yeah, okay. Bill yeah. Paxton, Lieutenant Dan, Twister. Magic Legs. <laughs> Look. Have you seen True Lies? Bill Paxton was the guy he was cheating. With, his wife was cheating with. Yeah. No. Twister, he built Paxton. But she wasn't cheating. No, yeah, she wasn't cheating. She, 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 she was trying to become she a spy. Trying, she was trying to become a spy, yeah. <laughs> Gary Sinise, Lieutenant Dan, yeah. Uh, Lieutenant Dan. Kim Bacon, obviously. Kim uh, Bacon, Bacon I know a, because we just, have a, we just have his name. Wait, wait, Ed why, Harris. why do you know Kim, Have you seen Kim The Rock? Bacon? Is it the one in Footloose? Yes. Yeah, you've seen Footloose? Yeah. Oh my God. Well, I've never well, seen I mean, tr- tr- <laughs> well, well, I, mean, I haven't seen Footloose or Grease, but I've seen Tremors. Yes. I've seen Grease. Ed Harris, The Rock. Welcome to The Rock. He yeah, was he was the, one of the military guys who was actually like the he, military guy. You should be the rock. I was like, oh my god, it's so boring. <laughs> really? <laughs> For the whole movie, you don't remember? <laughs> Dick Cave. Yeah, I was. Th- yeah, I remember. It's <laughs> great. Like, it was like, oh, it's on TV. I was like, really? Like for full like two hours. Like Ed uh. Harris. Ed Harris is also the guy in Westworld, the the man in black. That's Ed Harris. That's Will Smith, man in black. No, in what? Well, yeah. <laughs> Tommy Lee Jones, <laughs> who's roommates with Al Gore, who's vice president. At, while was, to Bill Clinton, while he was who got a blowjob from Monica Lewinsky. 
<laughs> Bam! <laughs> big black clock. <laughs> six degrees of separation. <laughs> You're always four clicks away. <laughs> it's, it's six degrees of separation from Bill Clinton's <laughs> God damn. His <laughs> has reached. What do you uh, want? So, Kevin, what are you wearing this week? This week, I am wearing my Doxa Sub 300T Aquamarine. That's new? Yes, it is. I finally pulled the trigger and I got a Doxa. So, wait, wait. You didn't told us last time. You just told us you had two new, three new watches coming. Yeah, that's right? right. Okay, so that's one of the. That's one of them. One of the two. The other one is a Ming, and the last one I don't know. Yeah, the Ming. Yeah, because you reminded me that's, that I had it on order. Yeah. <laughs> and I have another one actually after that. Yeah. So <laughs> still three? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, t- I had no choice. <laughs> uh, you'll know why. You'll know why when I explain it. <laughs> it's like I know I have no choice. That's that's someone who has a problem. <laughs> so this is a can't uh, stop. This Doxa, just an introduction, is a, a brand beloved and you know marketed by real diver uh, Jacques Cousteau. So it's a designed by divers, you know, for divers, and it's not a mimic of any other watch. You know, if you look at it, it is it is what makes it so I think incredible. So so heavy. Yeah, what <laughs> makes it so incredible is that it's um how can I say it's built with purpose but yet it looks great so if if anyone wants to know so 1968 doxa launched the sub 300 g conquistador the first general public diver equipped with a helium release valve and this one does have a helium release valve uh, equipped within it and they were the first to get there competing with blancpain competing with rolex and mariner doesn't look anything like it this watch is totally utilitarian yes you're about to say something no Okay, this watch at you, lovingly. totally utilitarian has a diver extension um, right on it that you can adjust. The bezel has a decompression timer, which means that in a given depth, uh, the bezel will tell you how long you need to stay at that depth without getting decompression sickness. If you're going to turn directly to, to this, it's thing. heavy. Oh yeah, it's a proper tool uh, watch. Though actually, the one thing I was going to ask: why the blue, not the orange? I I didn't want the orange. <laughs> to be honest, that was really it. I just I wear a lot of blue. I enjoy the blue. I like the aquamarine blue. It's like this light. It's, a, it's original for sure. Oh, it's fucking amazing. God and the quality damn. is amazing. I right? love this yeah. watch. <laughs> <laughs> the bracelet is great. You can adjust in warm weather. The the bezel how is great. It? It's 120 clicks though. 120 clicks, yeah. What's the depth rating? So the depth rating of this one is 120 bars, so 1,200 meters. Oh, okay. I thought it was 300 T stand for 300 no, uh, meters. No, the 300 is 300 meters. This one is the Conquistador, so it's 1,200 meters. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what's, the, what's your pool depth? pull this a meter and a half <laughs> whoa 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 it's like two <laughs> so interesting fact Cousteau didn't actually favor the orange doxa his preferred color was the black you know he didn't discriminate he, he liked black good for him he was so, ahead of the so, time so, so we? <laughs> <laughs> you know so no but he, he actually preferred the black it wasn't really the the orange um the movement is a Swiss mechanical automatic. It's based on an ETA, 38 hours of power reserve, 28.8 VP, so 4 hertz, 25 joules, uh, 42.5 millimeter, 44.5 millimeter lug to lug, 14 millimeter uh, thickness, screwed in crown, like I said, 1,200 meters of water resistance. And uh, this is on the higher end. So this one is at 18.50 US. This is very nice. Uh, so 2200 games. The clicks yeah. are really pronounced. Also. Yeah, yeah, very, very, very yeah, good clicks. They're, they're good clicks, but still 120. What I, what I also love about it is not only the clicks, is the, the grip of the bezel. Like if you grab mm. it, like it's really a great, it's so easy to like grab well, it, it, grab should, it really it, lightly and turn it. But it's supposed to be easy yeah. to, to uh, adjust work with, with yeah. like gloves, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. But the be- like not even the bezel action, but like just if you grab the, if you grab the bezel and just turn it, it's like so easy to turn the, the be- that's the point. Yeah. Super. Yeah. Right. 
anyway, so that is my new very, very addition cool. to the collection. Nice I purchase, finally happened. Man. I pulled the trigger on a Doxa and I was like, oh, do I get the 200? It's more dressy. And I was like, no, fuck it. I no, want, no, get the, I want the get one the, that I wanted, the yeah. 300T. Get the, get the proper one. Yeah. Oh, Helium release. The, the logo is orange, though, on the crown. Eh? Yeah, that's it. That's, they always put it orange. Always orange. I, I, love, Unex- I love this. Unacceptable. I was looking at the it, sub 200 and I agree with you. Like, if you're getting into Doxa, don't just go for the 300. Go for the 300 or the 300T. Like, I have the difference between the 300 and 300 300T is that you see the sapphire crystal is a little bit. Um, but Bombay more versatile uh, than the orange. You could probably wear it more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. More yeah. Uh, occasions. Exactly. To your pool. The, the logo is a fish or it's is a, fish. Sa- a sailing boat? No, no, it's a fish. But it, it's a sailing boat on, on under it? Well, yeah, <laughs> but it's a fish, the logo. Oh, okay. It's just not. No, no, this, this is the Conquistador. Oh. This is what it's based on, this watch from the, the original that came out in oh, 1968. Okay. So this was the first one that had a helium right. escape valve that was available nice. to the public. So yeah, very happy with this watch. Really happy. And I do like a hefty watch. And you know what I really like is that this summer, or just the last few weeks, it's been getting warm and stuff like that. And is being able to adjust the bracelet like this in a second. Yeah. Mm. I yeah. really just like, yep, yeah, I'm perfect. I'm oh, it, 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 um, it's not just a micro adjustment. It's basically any length you can adjust, right? Yeah, exactly. And w- without removing the watch, that's nice. Yeah. That's like my, my tutor, you need to yeah, remove the watch to readjust. No, here, you, here I'm just there. I'm like, it's too tight. And then I just like open it up. And then nice. That's what she said. Very nice. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that is what I'm wearing. Sorry, I didn't mean to jump in there, but I was a trying to. A bunch of uh, new surprise. releases. Uh, but yeah. it, it still has three watches. Like it got one in. It was like, nah. and it was like well, I, I feel didn't light. Ca- I didn't count I the Ming. Light. I, didn't <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't count the Ming, but yeah. Oh my god! When are you supposed to get the Ming? March. <laughs> One day, maybe. March, yeah, March. Yeah, yeah, I got they it. need to align right. the hands first. So let's <laughs> jump <laughs> in the hour ahead. No, I, I I wanted to talk about what I was wearing when I come in. I didn't get my to my. Oh, you didn't get to it. Yeah. Yet. Yeah. So um, my roommate, who's also a listener to this podcast, uh, brought this last uh, last week. I was like, look. I was like, what? I was like, you bought a watch? I was like, no, that's my dad's watch. It had that for like, it was like a couple of years, like almost a decade if it's not more than that. And I was like, okay, cool. It was like, do you think it's real? I was like, why? It's like, well, you, you purchased it like Is in Asia, like, real? A, like a, on a corner, like street market thing. I was like, oh, okay. Well, <laughs> so I was like, did, did you look at the reference number behind? It's like 3012 or 3312, I think. Or something like that. Anyway, uh, we no, it's his number three of of, yeah, of three hundred. We, we start looking maybe. online, and Lojin has a good bag catalog of information, and so for that watch style, um, yeah, <laughs> the first thing that doesn't match yeah. is the date window. Yeah, when it was gold, the date window was supposed to be gold, not white. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, and after that, we start looking really closely. It's hard to see with uh with a loop, a loop. Uh, a magnifying glass. <laughs> it's, a loop. It's, magnifying glass. <laughs> Magnifying glass, magnifying glass, uh, uh, magnifying glass. Uh, when you look fine. at the uh, Longin logo on the dial, you kind of see it's not really perfectly printed. Right, but you know the the first thing I would see is that if you look at the back, it says sapphire crystal, and this it's not. You hear that ting? Yeah, that is plastic. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Vic. No, it's okay. You knew it, right? Yeah. Uh, but he was just curious to to uh, bring it in, and um, he wanted. You wanted to see uh, to know if you guys were able to see it. It was right fake. away, but but I can <laughs> say buyers of, of one piece, buyers of advice, guys. If a deal is really too good to be true, it probably is. Yeah, <laughs> there's no such thing as a thousand dollar Rolex. <laughs> no, <laughs> but um, yeah, but unless I, the guy goes, please let me on this boat so I go, give me a Rolex. <laughs> yeah, thousand dollars. Yeah, but I don't think um uh, is that um really care. I don't think he was buying it just because uh it was a Longines. Like it was like a. 
like a back alley shop. Like it, yeah, there's yeah. a bunch of watches on the table type of deal. Right. And it was really cheap. He yeah. just wanted a watch because for him it's like, why do you buy like a thousand dollar watch when a 25 cent Casio will give you time, right? I mean, like how much time he's got, I can explain. <laughs> <laughs> you know? But uh, yeah, so uh, I was wearing this uh, coming in just to- uh, There you go. Talk a, bit, a little bit about it. So not on your grill. <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> so let's get started. So um, you given have multiple choices for every range. No, I just went with. Um, I actually have a lot. I also. went with um, what's it called? Something new or like yeah. modern something, and yeah. then I went something vintage. So it's multiple choices per range. I yeah, but right. the way you made Thank it sound you. was like it was like it was it's kind of many, mul- many <laughs> multiples. It's doubled what I have. Okay, <laughs> I have about two for each category. Exactly, but me is about two and three, but it'll be quick. <clears throat> My five thousand and under actually has like five, six watches. There, you see where you see where the taste. Let's <laughs> just couldn't pick. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, do you want to open? Uh, yeah, I'll start. Open it up. Five hundred dollars and under. In. I went with, uh, and I think it'll fit. While well, explain why in terms of the Grail, I have to say right now, um, I think for me the I I, I chose. Two models, but it's the same. It's the Seiko SKX, the 009J or the 007J. For people who aren't familiar, the 009 is a Pepsi type colorway, and the 007 is the traditional black dial um, Seiko diver. Now discontinued, um, when they called it, I managed to pick up both of them. Not too much at a premium. I think I paid under 350 for each one, brand new, US dollars. Um, and I'm very, very, and I'm so happy that I have. I see that they're going up. The, the, not only in the value, but they're also not uh, the the stock is running out. The new old stock that's yep. out of there. Um, and I think that, like anyone else, I, I just have the I, they have a connection to me as some of the first pieces that got me into this hobby. Um, just like you know, I think that the specs do it no justice. And I think that they're, they say it's really overpriced for what it is. But when I look at what that watch has done for my watch journey, what I see what it's done for many people's watch journeys, and when I look at it now, my emotions aside, I'm like, that's a good-looking diver in general. It's like this cool ISO-certified, polished case, really nice dial, black or red dial. It says automatic. It has the, tw- you know, like, the, the, I think it's just really, really cool. And that jangly jubilee bracelet that comes with it like it, it's jingly a lot of charm is the sound that it makes it's like it this like cheap jubilee yeah. bracelet that you know i barely wear it on it i just put it back on because I, I was doing this this podcast uh right preparing for it and i think they're just i just really do genuinely love these watches and i think that there you go what it means to me and now they're going to become eventually on a table you know, they're, well, because the but they new, made so many, right? The, well, they're, they're already starting to run they, out. They break up, break up of new old stock, but after that, they're still. They're I not making know. the SKX anymore. It's like this new 5KX that has an exposed case back that's not ISO certified. The writing has changed on the dial. The, yeah. The it's mechanism is worse. Well, actually, it's not, it's that's not a better worse. movement now. Uh, the, the water rating is worse. The water rating is worse. It's 100 meters, no screw down crown, just to push in. This was 200 meters, screw in crown, ISO certified. The movement was worse on on these SKXs. It was a 7S26. The new ones are the 4R36, like the turtles. You can still buy them. Uh, uh, you can, but they're, they're going up in Hodinke price. Hodinke is actually selling SKXs, I think. Check, check. I'm just curious I if they still have them. For, for like for 350 US, by the way. Oh, yeah, that'd be great. That'd be a good price. I would get them, but no, but I would get make sure that's a J. Get the one made in yeah. Japan. There are yeah. a little bit differences, and I enjoy mm. them. But that's that's Hundinki, right? They're like a juggernaut of washes. 
like kind of yeah you're right yeah, yeah. Thanos, the, caliber, the Thanos of uh, watches yeah. <laughs> they, yeah. they're, they're the crazy titan yeah Chrono um, 24 is still pretty but, yeah Hodinki just announced too they're gonna do the uh, Hodinki pre-owned pre -owned, yeah yeah that's pretty yeah. much a uh, curated selection of Chrono Caliber which, which, which <laughs> I'm good with yeah exactly <clears throat> uh, I'm still a fan of Bob's watches if you're looking for like Rolexes and high-end watches that are Bob's watches for, Bob. uh, for like Rolex uh, for Rolex and Tudor and yeah he's quite good yep Robert so that's my my new I say like you can pick them up brand new shopping in Japan I know still has it I'm not sure what price they're at um, probably multiple thousands yen yeah <laughs> now I'm gonna go with another it's a vintage used you know Seiko Lord Matic 5606 um, you can uh, sorry just to, guys the price sorry this is SKX009J uh, sorry I was wrong it wasn't uh, Hodinki it's uh, actually a shop in Montreal called Time Merchants yeah they I was looking at them recently they are they have a, a SKX07 I think uh, in stock and they were selling it for 350 US used yes there yes. you go so exactly I, I, I found it yeah so if, check shopping in Japan for a sec just let me know if they're selling new so anyway used vintage Seiko Lord Matic uh, it's a vintage watch, the 5606-7000. This is also part of me losing my virginity to watches. Uh, wow, okay. <laughs> and Seiko... Did you cry a lot? Oh. Seiko owns this bracket uh, to me. The Seiko Lord Matic began in 1968, stayed in production to the late 70s, and it was a successor to the Seiko Lord Marvel line. It introduced a new and improved sophisticated automatic movement, higher quality case, design and finish and this watch you can pick up for about a little under 500 canadian dollars very nice very seiko very easy to service and just looks like a, a, a proper um i don't want to say um it makes me think of like the day date these traditional dress watches mm. the dauphine hands can't go wrong with this this is under 500 bucks so yeah uh, shopping in japan still sells them for 468 dollars yeah, so that's the j1 yeah, version up. that comes on the rubber strap right made in yeah. japan yeah. the korean one that comes on a, um, a jubilee that was malaysian or from uh, Singapore? I, well the one that i had was made in korea the, i think let's call it non-japan kd it says so it says KD. it's skx09 kd oh, kd okay because then there's the k1 maybe there are also a malaysian version but uh, the one that i had i yeah. bought uh, but the jubilee i had the korean version yeah i ordered a jubilee that one is for 438 yeah Separate. it's probably better to buy it yeah I bought, I bought it at 40 uh but the no the original jubilee is sold in long island watch for 40 bucks okay so i was like yeah let me get that but i had the i have the the j version and then and I love it. Like I remember when COVID started, I'd be walking by the water, and walking the dog and stuff. And I remember I was like looking at my at my Seiko. I'm like, fuck, I love this watch. I'm it's so a, happy. It's a great, it's it's great a, watch. It's the first watch that I, that it yeah, actually yeah. made me fall in love with watches. Yeah, yeah. And it was also started the pandemic, so anything was nice. Everything was nice because you know, social interaction. And I do regret <laughs> selling it. Yeah? yeah. Well, maybe pick one up before they go out of stock. They're only going to go up but in I'll, value. I'll get it's a already hundred dollars more I'll get a, expensive. I'll get a Pepsi, Japanese Pepsi. Quick question, but. But just to finish what I was saying, we can come back to your question. Seiko Lord Matic Vintage Watches. Pick these up at Chrono24. You can find it. It's a really beautiful day date. It has this like cushion case, so it sits quite well. And I think it's at 37 millimeter. It's from 1973. Oh, the, sorry, the case dimension is 35. So it's a little bit on the smaller side, but because of the cushion size, the cushion style, it, uh, it sits quite well on the wrist. Perfect little dress watch to get you into the hobby. Vintage, can't go wrong. So that's my second pick. What was your question, Carl? <clears throat> How many Seikos do you have in your list? Beside the under 500 bucks. I'll be very honest. I have one more and that's it. Okay. Yeah. I have one more that you'll, that I'll be picking up uh, in the next price bracket. Same for me. I have one Seiko and it's in the next price bracket. Yeah. Um, I'll go next. Oh, actually I might have. Two. <laughs> um, I'll go next and 
that watch is the only watch I've talked about before. Can I'll, I can I make a guess in uh, under five hundred? Yeah, it's easy. Hamilton Khaki Field Mechanical. Yes. Holy shit, that was a good guess. There's, there's not many watches under five hundred bucks. For me, it was the artist one of all, that whole list to find a uh, a grill. Like for me, right? I was like doing that list with my preferences. Yeah, but I think that's why I went with the discontinued. Mm. You know what I mean? It was like, okay, this yeah. will become a grail even more yeah. when people go, fuck, I really wish I picked one of those up in five, six years from now. And mm-hmm. I'm like, I have one of each. You yeah. know, I'm happy. So the thing is, uh, right now I have a Milton um, Kaki Murph. Yeah. But that's more $1,000, right? And I was trying to see like under 500 bucks, what watch can I buy that will be my like only watch will be really hard to remove from that position, right? And the only one that really popped first and stayed there is the Gaki Field. Like when you get But that, I'm surprised that you didn't go with the with your CWC G ten. Like I thought that would be your grail at two, three hundred bucks quartz, you know, military khaki that has like the 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 appeal yeah. that someone wore it in the Korean War. I don't know if I would put a quartz watch beside Grand Seiko as a grail. Beside Grand Seiko? Well, besides you know, Grand yeah, yeah, I think beside who? What? Which Grand <laughs> Uh I think like part of having a grill watch is like something like the most earlier. It's a everything, right? Right. And at that price bracket, the quartz movement are just quartz movement, right? I understand. They don't provide you anything nice. They just right. give you time. <laughs> They're not a G10 that's automatic. Yeah, but, but it's, it's under all, five. Okay, yeah, you're right. I think yeah. it's like seven hundred bucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. I love that Hamilton khaki field of mechanical. Uh, and, the thing is, the reason I picked this one... Do you have a reference number? Oh, yeah. They're complicated with... Uh, yeah. <laughs> Hamilton. Is it's, it the black dial one? Uh, yeah. So it's black dial with yeah. the khaki strap. So it's the uh, H69439931. So that's the manual wine. That's H50 movement. That's the 80-hour power reserve. Yeah, yeah. It's the steel, steel case, 38 millimeters, 5 uh, ATM for the... Um, so I love that exact watch, but the white dial one. Mm, yeah. Timex just came out with a True North, uh, the True Expedition watch yeah. version of it. I was like, man, they're going to get sued. <laughs> but the thing is that Timex, did you see they're finally fucking putting like sapphire crystal on their watches and stuff? Oh, yeah? yeah no, I did not. Shocking. <laughs> shocking. Go, I mean, right about time, right? It's Fuck. been Welcome automatic to many years. Welcome to the 1970s. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I was going to say, you thought, I thought you were going to say, like, welcome to the 19th century. <laughs> uh, but so the. Like I said, the, only, the main reason I picked that watch is under 500 bucks. And I think it would take really a, a big, like big uh, field watch to remove that from my collection if I had one, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. So like with a $500 Hamilton, maybe a $1,000 watch would, would would not remove it from my collection at 2000 5000 10000 Like when you go over 5000 maybe, but like under that, it could be really, really hard to remove that Hamilton from my collection. Right, right, right. And also there's literally every colors that you can think of also yeah. like you prefer black dial white dial they have the they brown have as well brown. they have like a bronze version of exactly, it exactly yeah, right yeah. so I think that could be a grill watch for that price bracket because it's really cover a lot of ground for that money I also think it comes with a specific level of historic significance that people can be like hey that's why I got that yeah. And Short of getting a Benrus, uh, used yeah. Benrus on the market. That's, and uh, 80 hour of our reserve is impressive for a small watch like this. Yeah, yeah, that's a weekend watch. Meaning you set it down Friday, you pick it up Monday, Monday and, and you're, you're good. good. You never have to uh, worry about that watch. So it can even be a long weekend. <laughs> even a long weekend, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, for, for under 500 bucks, it's really, for me, hard to beat that. I could I could have that watch as the only watch and be happy. And uh, I don't see right now any watch like under $5,000 I could remove that from a collection very good very nice pick so that was my only $500 pick Madrushka okay I'm gonna go uh, I have two picks and um, I'll kind of so the first bracket we're using is um, under $500 right yep. to be honest it was very hard for me to find 
like an actual real grail that I would want to call a grail, right, for that yeah. uh, price. Uh, I do. I, I like the idea that Ken mentioned about TSKX, and I think that would probably go on that way as well. Uh, but just you know, to also be different a little bit, I've uh, found um, another one that I think that I would want to own, and I actually I think explored more of uh, um, uh, micro uh, micro brands. Okay. For that value, for the price. So first one is Yema Rallygraph. Mm. Um, I think we talked about it before. Yeah, it's a. Uh, it comes on like a Biza Rice uh, bracelet. It, it uses the reason why it's under five hundred bucks, even though it's a chronograph. It's because it uses a Seiko um, Mecha Quartz. Uh, it's a VK sixty four, I think, movement or Mecha Quartz, VK sixty eight. It's just. First of all, I, I'm really liking what um, Yema is doing, and I have another Yema on the further down the list. Hmm. Uh, I thought he it, meant like every on the way. I was like, what? No, 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 no. <laughs> it's really Tudor esque. Uh, that Tudor, you can say Tudor. You can, yeah. There's a Tudor that looks very similar, right? But I think it's just inspired by the vintage, let's say, sports chronographs from like the '60s. Uh, I would say uh, Dan Henry probably has like something very similar. I, it makes me think of that a little bit. What? I agree. Um, yeah. It's, it's like, side note, I'm on, on the Yema website, and Yema is a last name? Yeah? Yeah. I don't know. Like, There's like a pop-up like uh, chat window. Nicola de Yema. Hi, contact me. I know, it's de from Yema. Yema yeah. <laughs> oh, you're, uh, you're French. You're French. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, Papa but... Papa the <laughs> I, I just thought... His middle like name a, is de... de. <laughs> Yo, oh, okay. So yeah, this is a. I think that for three hundred and fifty US dollars, you can get a watch like this that you can wear really everywhere. It's uh, it, it, dimension wise, it's perfect. It's a ten bar water resistance. Yeah, it's not fully automatic manual, but yeah, but you're not paying chronograph prices for a mechanical movement. Uh, I would get the reverse panda, so it's a black dial with the white yeah. subdials. Evil panda, right? Uh, yeah, I think it depends on evil panda. Is like a isn't evil panda is like a way that they call the reverse panda. Uh, uh, the Daytona specifically. Yeah, but I've heard it for other chronographs. Yeah, yeah, panda, yeah. maybe. Black but they, 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 they name it Reverse Panda in, yeah. in their title. Reverse Panda, yeah. Um, excellent watch. Uh, really like Yam in general. Um, the other one, also, the, what, the other one on my list for that same price category is also, is a is a I think a true microbrand because it was started in 2015 by this guy named um, Jonathan uh, Ferrer, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, he is an industrial engineer industrial designer actually from uh, New Jersey. He started the brand in uh, New York in 2015. The brand is called Brew Watch Company. Uh, it just they caught my eye uh, lately with their new uh, design. The watch specifically that I want to talk about is the metric steel dial. So it's another chronograph that's vintage inspired and it's using a Seiko, uh, same, sim- well, it's not the same, but it's a hybrid uh, VK68 Mega Quartz chronograph. Um, it's not exactly the same as the Yama because it also has a date at um, um, between four and five hours. Uh, $395. Sapphire glass, you get uh, not no water resistance, but I f- feel like that watch, uh, if you guys look it up, you'll see like that watch is super versatile for... F- I think that both of those watches actually in general, you could wear everywhere you go and the really versatile maybe not let's say super water friendly but because both chronographs but they can be uh, dressed uh, can be worn casual uh, really 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 anything works with it right so that's it those are my two picks uh, for under 500 bucks 
Very good. Interesting. I was looking at, at Yimo when I was uh, um, looking for uh, my my uh, the podcast today, and I didn't know the brand enough to call it a grill, right? But I'm happy that Dima talked about it. Now I'm going to go read and not buy one, though. I, I, I'm saving for something else. But. Oh. Oh. So, uh, Kevin. Yes. Now we're at, at the $1,000 bracket. All right. So, <laughs> <clears throat> that $1,000 Rolex you're talking about earlier. <laughs> uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, under $1,000, i will start with a Seiko again. This is the second one. I think the last one that I have. Um, I think that uh, the one that I would consider, and I think everyone who likes Seiko, who has a budget of a thousand dollars, and is like, "This is I want to get one watch." This could be your your one watch. So it's the Seiko SARX zero five seven. Um, I call it a Grand Seiko for a grand. <laughs> so, <laughs> there is so much anti-reflective coating on this crystal that you can't even see it. The reflection you, of your reflection. But you look at it and it doesn't even look like there's a crystal. It looks like it's, 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 it's incredible. And the dial is this beautiful, black, stark, deep dial with, with no reflection. It just, you get lost in it. And it feels like a Grand Seiko. You get Dauphine hands just like the typical um, uh, Grand Seikos have. It is a 41 millimeter watch, which seems kind of large, but it's made entirely of titanium. It weighs nothing. What's the um, SARX 057? It's a baby uh, Grand Seiko. That's right. So it is, a, I call it Grand Seiko for a grand. So it's a titanium case, super hard, dia shield, sapphire crystal. Oh, it's a grand Seiko. <laughs> exactly. Seiko for a grand. Yeah. Sapphire crystal with a super clear coating and uh, a sapphire crystal on the exposing the movement. 100 meters of water resistance, like under 41 millimeters at 40.8. Thickness is 11 millimeters. 106 grams. Reference point to some mariners, 150. So this watch weighs nothing um strap monster i've taken it off i've put it on um um a leather strap you have one it's fantastic huh you have one yes but you well yeah, what, but it's, it's we, on our we, instagram we, from last year guys we, we, we've seen it we've seen it it's on instagram i don't remember Lester. there's well, so many yeah yeah I, I, that i agree <laughs> so <laughs> i have a, i have like a little rolodex just annotated like all, all, all so watches do, but do, do you think given in the morning there's like a huge spinning wheel there's to choose which watches it will I wish he has like a like 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 rich people have like a like a wine cellar. He has like a watch cellar, so he has like an app. He actually probably had like a higher like SAP to like have an app just to be able to like SAP. yeah inventorize all of the watches he has so he can find them He's later on. Inventory manager. Uh. So this watch is in which warehouse right now? Exactly. Where is it right now? Um, but essentially, this 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 um, has the proposition to could be your only watch. And it's gonna age well. It is a beautiful um, all-around watch, and with 100 meters water resistance, you can do everything with it. And you can dress it up. You can wear it as a sports watch. You can wear it, dress it, uh, wear it down. You can do whatever you want. With it. Next time we go into your warehouse, I want to see it. Yeah, it's a really great watch. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we get like a daily tour. <laughs> do you think they? Like, well, it'll be a, when we ever like, do that so, collection so episode. For, I'll bring for it for your warehouse. What's the perfect? Mode of transportation, golf cart or transportation, 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 golf cart or segways, transportation, station. So that's my first pick at a thousand. That could be your only watch, Grail. I would say because I think it's pretty much to me 
one of the best Seikos you can get before getting into the Grand Seiko. You know what I mean? Those high-end Seikos. It's right there with it. Yeah, I agree. Uh, uh, the, the, the one that you mentioned is a 59, right? The Black Dial. I like the one 57. that's... 57. Yeah. Black Dial, right? Black Dial. 55 okay. is like that baby frost. Uh, that yeah, that's, fro- one, that's yeah. the one that's that I That's also beautiful. That's the one that I like. That's really nice. Yeah. yeah. That's like the baby snowflake, they call it. Yeah. So for used and vintage, I went with something I actually own, and I think it was something that I really wanted, and it was one of my first... Um, Vintage Grails that I picked up. It is a vintage Omega Seamaster automatic day date. The reference 166.0216.2. The caliber 1020. Um, So this watch inspired me because of its integrated bracelets, which makes you think of Gerald Genta. (laughs) Carl rolls his eyes. Um, The iconic status of what Omega brought. This has like a nice domed crystal to it. Um... I think it's like a dressy diver, integrated bracelet, vintage vibes, 37 millimeters. It's very uh, wearable for even like being dressed up and even dressed down. So if you're wearing a sweater, t-shirt and jeans, or even a suit to work, this watch can do it all. Cheap to service. and you've got, I got one in a really good condition. I love that watch. You also have that watch. That was, huh? You also own yeah, that watch? Yeah, and believe it or not, that was the watch that I wore on episode one of the Big Black Clock podcast. Damn. Yeah, it was the first watch I was wearing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Damn. Integrated bracelet, first mention of Joe Genta. Of too many. And now episode whatever we're at now. 6,812, right? No, that's, that's your watch count. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. It's like, that's your mom's body count. Oh! <laughs> uh, no, so yeah, that Joe Genta. So that one you can pick up. I just found one on eBay here. It was almost similar to mine. You could pick up this watch for 850 US dollars. Mine's in much better condition than this one there, but this one you can pick up for 850 US dollars. This one's in gold. So yeah, that's my second pick under a thousand. So Seiko and Omega. Yes. I never thought it can be an Omega under a thousand dollars. You find tons from the 60s. That is uh, tough. I, I've been looking. Yeah. Uh, it's not okay. Easy so to you find, find tons uh, that are like 30. Two millimeters and <laughs> <laughs> no, you gotta find. Uh, I think you gotta find their sports watches. That they'll they'll say okay. quite well. It's yeah. like a what are they called? Like the watch that you used to use the sun to be able to tell a sun sun watch <laughs> sundial. Yeah, no. sundial. Is it sundial? Yeah, really? Sundial? Sun clock. <laughs> it's a watch. You asking this guy? <laughs> <laughs> a, a sun time keep. <laughs> 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 An automatic time time keep it, clock it watch. Is, it, it is automatic, right? Kind of. Yeah, it is self winding. Also, <laughs> <laughs> it winds. <laughs> uh, so under a thousand, uh, my only Seiko of the whole list. Okay. Surprised uh, you don't own any Seikos. No, I don't own. It's true. Any, I don't own any Seikos. I love the brand. Yeah, well, not doesn't doesn't sound like it if you don't own any. <laughs> okay, because you need to buy a watch. You you don't like Rolex. I love Rolex. <laughs> they don't sell it to me. <laughs> I've asked them <laughs> many every, times. Every, every day. I will give them money. <laughs> as much as it costs, they don't want to give it to me. Uh, so under a thousand, uh, Seiko Prospect line, the uh, green Sumo. So it's the uh, SPB103J1. So the one that I had? Oh. Um, I think it's a lot of spec for a thousand dollar. I think it gives you um, a, a lot of range, right? The same movement as the SPV that I have right now. Uh, 6R35. Yeah, same one. Yeah. But you still pick that one over the my current SPV. Okay. <laughs> it's more it's more than $1,000 now. 
yeah <laughs> because i did look at your spb and yeah. i was like yeah, it's like 1500 i was like oh no yeah, the, yeah. no yeah, yeah. after that the next bracket is like 2500 so yours is kind of yeah left behind yeah 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 <laughs> that's fair so for under a thousand you yeah. can find it for under a thousand uh the uh sumo with the 6r35 really gives you a lot right i'm sure you tried it on right so yeah, you, i tried your it's uh, a big watch it's that was for me watch. the major deterrent of yeah wearing it for sure but Gives you a lot for that money, the Sumo uh, with the 6R35. It's a yeah. workhorse of a movement. It's not that precise though, with plus 25, minus 15. It was more precise than that though, because I, I think they go for like the, the, the let's say, the, the most conservative uh, precision. Oh, no, for sure. It's, it's, uh, the watch uh, itself uh, is as a lot bad more as it can get, it's going to be this, right? Yeah, but but that's 70, from the Seiko website. So that's 70 hour powers over that one, right? Uh, yeah. yeah, I just need to. Yeah, that's it's a 6R35. Not, yeah, like yes, uh, I was uh, looking at the new um, at the new Baltic watch that was released. We'll talk about it later. But mm -hmm. they have a Chinese micro rotor movement. They advertise like plus minus forty five seconds per day. That's yeah. a lot. Yeah, <laughs> it's that's a, a lot. At, at some point, at some point, is what how precise it is. Ish. It's it's the ish yeah. watch, <laughs> but it's not. It's <laughs> the Meister Zenger, basically. You it's guys read my. You guys, <laughs> I'm old. Who counts? <laughs> but you guys read my comment that um, that I had read where someone um, had um, what was it? The comment. I'm gonna find it here. So just to finish with the uh, sumo, um, 200 meters and the weight is 188 grams. So it's quite... So it's, it's a chunker. It's, it's, it's hefty, right? It is lighter than the, the Doxa that came in just bought. A little bit lighter. Because the bracelet yeah. is cheaper yeah. and the bracelet adds a lot of heft for sure. Yeah. The watch itself is... Uh, um, but yeah, so, you know, it's all, all the things you want from a, like um, a diver. There's the loom bright, the screw, screw back, screw down crown, unidirectional uh, bezel. Uh, for me, I think a sumo could be an only um, diver for that range. Yeah, I, I think it's also enough out there that not everyone's gonna get one. Like yes. the green sumo, like you were saying earlier, sometimes the grills is something that's like a unique, a bit more uh, yeah. hard to get. It's, it's a Japanese get, market, also, right? Yeah, uh, it's, it's not hard to get, but maybe, maybe harder to pull. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you can pull it and have yeah. it on you, it's not too big uh, for your yeah. size or whatever. Yeah. Uh, I think it's a good. Only it's an excellent pick, and I, I I like that watch, but the size I think was a bit of a problem for me. Hmm. Uh, but also, sure. but also the fact that they released SPB four hundred forty three was also a problem for me because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I needed to have that. <laughs> Did you hear what, when he was asking about when I didn't choose his SPB forty three? He's like he, he was asking me. I didn't say anything. He was like, "Oh yeah, it's more expensive." I was like, "Yeah." It's, <laughs> it's like a few hundred it's a uh, fifteen hundred, right? Right. And it's like in the next bracket, it's twenty five hundred. So, like, yeah. it's not there. The next bracket will have better than your SPB. right. It's. Uh, funny so maybe the SPB 149. <laughs> it's funny you said that because uh -oh. both the SPB and the Marine Master 200 is in my next bracket because <laughs> it doesn't fit into the thousand. Yeah, you yeah. But yeah, they're good alternatives. But so um, yeah, the, the Simo, I think it's uh, we talked about it a lot. Yeah. You had it. Yeah, um, excellent watch. Can't complain. Yeah, so SPB 103. Um, people just go go like at it. If you have the chance it's to go, SBDC 081 or I think 103, right? 103. Whichever, if it's an international version. 081 is the SPB. SPBJ or SPB... Well, so yeah. I have SPB 103J1. Yeah. The SBBN there is always the 131 or like one of those mm. numbers. Yeah. So uh, if you have a, a SQL store, go 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 try them on. Yeah. Uh, They're impressive for the price. Yeah. Try on... Tr yeah. Tr and, and try yeah. the Sumo on before you knock it because you yes. read the specs. You go, fuck it. So you know, wait a minute. Do try. you still have... No, I sold it. Okay. But you had uh, the blue one. Yes, I sold it. But you had the Marine Master 200. Though, That's right. And you still have it, I'm assuming, right? <laughs> Not anymore. Oh, you sold it already? Yeah, I sold it. Oh, my goodness. He has all the watches. Yeah. Why, why, do, why do you even ask? Is it possible <laughs> for you to even have a grail if you change your mind about just so quickly? <laughs> no, there's some watches. Like, uh, well, he was saying earlier is Nomos. Nomos is there, yeah. You're right. 
And I think like, and I'll, yeah, and I'll keep that Monaco. I really will. Yeah, I love that and, watch. And, 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 that, and never disappoint. And you know, I cannot look at other chronographs, you know, with like loving that watch so much. Hmm. But I just want to come back real quick to the Baltic. You know, I love that Baltic. I think it's excellent because I read a great comment where people wrote one, like something, they go, God, I wish this dress watch was 36. Because every dress watch comes out is like 39, 38, right? Oh, I wish it had a closed case back to hide an ugly Seiko workhorse movement because that's all they put in these micro brands. Right, this right. one went and put in a fucking micro they decorated rotor. decorated it. Yeah, they, they hand zoomed, beautiful decorated yeah. micro rotor. He goes, and a shame that you can't get it because it's limited, even though it's you can get it. And the case actually fits the movement. Yeah. It's like they, it, the movement actually fits the case. No, no, they did a good job. I love and it's, and it's like 600 bucks. <laughs> I love that watch. You get so much for 600 bucks. Yeah. You shouldn't even open your mouth to complain. It's it's, it's crazy. Just, I was just shocked when I saw I was like, oh my God, this is such a win. Anyway, uh, but yeah. Yeah, so uh, my turn right there eh? for yes. the 1,000 and under. Mm-hmm. Uh, so for the 1,000 and under, I'm uh, quickly going to go through two watches. Uh, one of them was also a Yema, and I really love that one. I'll, it's the Yema Navy Graph Marine Nationale. So they collaborated with that French organization, Marine Nationale, recently. And Tudor, I think, is supposed to be doing that all soon. So we are supposed to be waiting for a new Tudor release that's going to be like a Yema Marine Nationale collaboration. Oh, yeah, I can't wait for that. Uh, so Just uh, fucking make a Submariner, guys. <laughs> you win at everything. <laughs> like, in general, Marine Nationale working with watch companies has a historical significance, kind of like the Comex, right? Yeah. Back in the 60s, when the first divers were being created, they were created for a purpose. And uh, the purpose was to uh, to have people wear wristwatches when they go diving. And give time. Yeah, exactly. By well, elite crews of divers. It's to give time for them to know how much more time they have left before they have to surface. So... Uh, they were built, purpose-built. They kind of were pushing, let's say, watch companies to start creating watches that are capable of surviving conditions for a specific period of time, right? Mm-hmm. And then, we, you know, we had the, the, the skin diver uh, development that people started to just wear them because sports watches. So that alone has, to me, a pretty important, I think, significant uh, historical significance that will make it a watch that I would wear all the time and, like, really love it. And Yem in general, I love that what they're doing now. There's a lot of really cool watches I find. This is a very standard-looking, not standard-looking, sorry. In terms of the shape, it's a standard-looking diver with a rotating bezel, with a crown at 3 o'clock, right? Like any Submariner. Obviously, design is unique. Collaboration with Navy, with Marina Nacional. Uh, the watch, I think, is something like 800 euros, so about $1,000, maybe 1100 but uh, I mean, if you uh, find a way not to pay taxes, maybe you can uh, get it for a thousand. If you're uh, fast enough, it's free. Yeah, yeah, it's an excellent watch. <laughs> Mostly, I think the biggest part of that watch to me is just that historical significance, right? Because in terms of let's say specs, it's not out of this world. It's but it's it's I think it's two hundred probably meters water resistance. It's a Silita movement, if I'm not mistaken, as to as W two hundred. But it's a rebranded uh, Yema movement. Uh, that's it, really. Uh, excellent watch, thirty bar by the way, thirty bar. So that's that's the Yema entry. It's again, um, it's a Yema um, Yema um, Navy Graph Marine National version automatic movement because there's also quartz, and this was in the bracelet. You can it comes in the bag with. Uh, you need to get a Yema, extra. maybe at some this point. This is a couple of times. There's a bit, yeah. few podcasts now. You talk about Yema a lot. But the one that I think would be a proper grail. Philip, so I expect, oh, yeah, expect yeah, one or the other. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm going to get a... Patek Philip Coasters? A Langanzoni Honeycomb. <laughs> or Honey... It's Honeycomb, I think, right? Yeah. It's like a one, and one in a million watch yeah, and, uh, from a company. Yeah, just just look. I'm just preparing my kidneys. Uh, just thought of the Marine Nationale. Do you think they're going to do like a Pelagos Marine Nationale? 
I don't know. I think that the Pelagos is so... I think it'll be something new. Think so. You think? I Could th- be a BB-58? Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry, sorry, sorry. No, no. What I mean is going to be uh, BB-58. They already did the blue. It's going to be different. It might be a darker blue with like an anchor in the in the logo, right? To be like Marine Nationale, right? I don't know. Who knows? Tudor's got something over Somebody, does. Somebody, Somebody knows. Somebody probably they knows. They can do the sub. If they do the sub, I'm going to buy it so quick. Oh, yeah, me too. It's the same way if the if the, the tutor, sub if the tutor <laughs> tutor sub I'm gonna buy two I'm gonna buy two first of all first of all it's gonna be as unavailable as a regular sub from yeah. Rolex yeah. because everybody but I think like, <laughs> I think at this point we have enough pool that we can go get it yeah for sure uh, I'm gonna go at the ED where I bought Berg, my Pelagos yeah, and yeah. my Say, I want that fucker now like yeah, I'm I definitely <laughs> am on the top of that list if I like I'm pretty sure if they release a tutor sub everybody's gonna be like. <laughs> like that, everybody's gonna ha- gasp and have that yeah. reaction and yeah. run to the stores. I, I'm telling you, like if they had that Tudor Black Bay GMT in a non Pepsi version, I buy it. Just really? black. Oh, yeah. I love, I love that watch. If because it's the Pepsi light. If it was just a black dial, even with a fucking half green, you know, because you need two colors for the time zones. If they just did a green or even right. a blue. I would have jumped on that. Right. Um, yes. But then there would have been a Batman. The blue, <laughs> fuck, or dark blue. No, but doesn't. But you don't like Pepsi because I think it's like yeah, the most. Right. G- when I think of GMT, I think of a Pepsi, Pepsi yeah. coloring scheme. Yeah, they can yeah. do Seven Up, so yeah. <laughs> Mundu. No, 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 but like no, but <laughs> Fanta <laughs> Orange. Yeah. Your dog says yeah, Fanta. Like, exactly. Dark, dark green. No, no, Fanta's orange. Dark green and yellow. What kind of Fanta are you drinking, Diva? <laughs> you were drinking this. I'm, I'm usually drinking. Are you colorblind? I usually drink Chernobyl's. <laughs> Is brown the color of money? <laughs> You're Wait, color blind, aren't you? <laughs> Not blind, but they all messed up. It's all just different colors. So, oh. yeah, but, that's uh, the pick. second watch and the true, I think, Grail in that price category, if possible to obtain. I want to be able to get my hands on eventually on Poliot's Trela, mm. which is a chronograph Very watch nice. that uh, Leonov, another Russian cosmonaut, wore. Uh, in like you know at the be- at the beginning of space exploration, and he did the first spacewalk. And uh, they were giving those watches to all of the Russian military at that time. So he had the Polio Estrella. You can, like, I'm looking at Chrome 24, trying to find, like, a 60s version of Polio Estrella in good condition. Yeah, 2000 maybe, right? The watch itself, if you buy new right now, is about $1,000. And it's a, it's what's special about it is that it's, um, the Soviet Union bought equipment yeah. to be able to produce chronographs. So they're not, entirely Russian chronographs. They're using, I think it's a Valjou, if I'm not mistaken, old movement. They brought the machinery to be able to reproduce it. It's not too far away from uh, the new Omega chronoscope. So it's but a isn't two the, Isn't that part of the, the the Venus movements, right? They bought the machine to be able to continue to build the Venus movements because they, I don't know. I don't know the story. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Up, I didn't yeah. look too much into the story. But, but I remember, yeah, they bought machinery to continue yes. to build them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Actually, actually, I talked about it a little bit yeah. in our um, uh, Soviet watches uh, so Space Watches uh, episode. Um, I just don't to be rem- to remember exactly the, the details. <laughs> Back to our notes. I've been drinking too much since then, yeah. <laughs> um, but they bought the machinery, they, they produced it's a two-sub dial. It looks kind of like that, the new chronoscope that the Omega created, right? It has two sub-dials on the watch. It's just, it's a beautiful looking watch comparing to the watch that uh, Gagarin, who was the first man in space, wore when he went uh, up. Who? Gagarin, first man in space. Uh, that watch is super ugly. That was the Poliot Sturmanski. That was, there was really... A jo- there was a joke there with Lady Gaga, but... Yeah. No. It's okay. Yeah, it was very funny. Because <laughs> I only got it after. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, after you explained it. Um, 
the the that initial watch also has like crazy historical significance, but it's ugly, like really, really ugly. Yeah, it's pretty basic. Colors are just terrible. Like yeah. just they don't. Work. I looked at the other colorways. I'm like, God damn. This the is... the Polestrella actually is a good watch, and it's nice. And the color scheme is. I like the awesome. Polestrella, but it's if beautiful. you look at the Gagarin, you can get a new one for a thousand. Uh, a vintage one, obviously, I would highly recommend because it's all it's all about getting that little. Uh, a word at the, at the bottom of the dial saying made in USSR instead of made in Russia. Right. And uh, if you could do it and uh, if it's in good condition, this is See, a grail for Look at the black. This is the one that's tolerable. Mm-hmm. Look at those or- green numbers. Look the, at the regular one. The re- it's just, this is the one that he wore with like this crazy acid green uh, numbering right on the dial. Oh, it's, on just, a it's just the worst. <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> this, is, this, is, this is for me a grail for real. I'm going to probably try to buy it at some point. You probably uh, can get good connections being in Russia, no? Well, Speaking I mean, like language. everything is online now, right? Uh, it doesn't matter. Yeah, just shipping that I, I, it, I probably have duties, to having someone. There. Yes, Maybe I can get. I can probably purchase it and local th- deal. deliver it locally, then yeah. bring it here without having to pay any taxes and stuff. Because I know, like for example, if you're buying Zin or or Nomos or something like, that, like if you find certain shops in Germany, it, it you can get a good deal. Like you can haggle and get a good deal. Like. Yeah, no, it for just, sure. I, I, I agree. Uh, there are also websites in Russia that uh, you yeah. can probably go and explore, like even like like Kijiji, basically of Moscow or something, right? Like so, Kijiji is like Craigslist. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's exactly. like a local classified thing for people. I keep forgetting. <laughs> I, I keep forgetting <laughs> that Kijiji we are, people are like, what did he just say? <laughs> I keep forgetting that we are worldwide. <laughs> yeah, we're, called Australia. We're on the interwebs. Well, yeah. Kijiji is owned by eBay. Kijiji. Called Australia, diva. No, we're called Kiwis. <laughs> not even Australians. <laughs> any house, not any house, any house. Any who's. So uh, yeah, that's my uh, that's that's my proper grail for that uh, price category. I guess let's go to the next one. Mm-hmm. Hey, so that was part one. Kevin never stopped talking. So we'll we'll have to continue next week for part two. Um, we'll have the uh, under five thousand dollars and under the ten thousand dollars segment next week. See you then.